T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the Dork Podcast. It's the Dork Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dork Podcast. Hashtag. It's the hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Oh, shit. What up, son? Oh, there he is. There he is. There he goes. It's your boy. It sure is. It really is your boy. Uh, did you get any feedback from the Happy Time Murders? Is anybody talking about Happy Time Murders from last week? Uh, people were asking me questions like, you know, is it the, the biggest question is, well, we go back and forth and be like, we'll say, should I still see it? And I said exactly what you yeah. said. I said, if you watch the trailer and you thought, I got to see this movie, see it. You might be a right. little let down. Um, but then uh, people are like, I don't know. I'll be like, then don't see it. Wait for it to come out. Like, don't waste your money. If you're lukewarm on it, you're going to hate it. You know what I just saw this weekend for the first time was Super Troopers 2. Yeah. Happy Time Murders is better. Yeah, I watched, um, to be honest, I watched the first like 45 minutes of Super Troopers 2 and fell asleep. Yeah, they had some good Farva stuff just because Farva is good, but the, yeah. it was not. I wasn't surprised. I haven't seen it until this weekend. Like I wasn't dying to see it, but it was. It was not great. Was not do you think they just? Do you think they just missed the window? Like they should have done that like two or three years after the first one, and it would have been. A, it would have been better. Mean? It would have been better probably, but again, the comedy sequel is a tricky mistress. It There's is not a lot of good good ones there. So no, not uh, great. All right, where do you say we get to the news? Shall we? Hit it, baby. Last week, we said Alec Baldwin in as Thomas Wayne. This week, Alec Baldwin out as Thomas Wayne. And what do you think it is? Do you think like that was just bad information or he pulled out of it for some it's reason? It's really weird. I don't, I don't I don't get that one. I don't know if they if it was like oh, this Joker movie is never going to get made or what the deal is. It's like a it's DC, but it's not in that continuity. So it's, so maybe it will get made. I don't know. But yeah, he was in there. It seemed like a pretty big role. I didn't think he'd be the best Thomas Wayne. I thought he'd be fine. I think he had to slim down. He's kind of fat for a Thomas Wayne. Not the he, fat shame here on the podcast. No, but. we don't do that. We don't do that. Um, but he um, he's funny, though. Like He can go up and down. Like He can lose a significant true. amount of weight and then gain it back very quickly. Yeah, that's, that's true. But they So Jeffrey Dean Morgan played Thomas Wayne in the flashbacks in Batman v Superman. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of with that in mind because he played Thomas Wayne and it was, uh, I forget the actress's name, Maggie from the walking dead played Lauren, Martha Cullen. Lauren Cullen. Thank you very much, Ryan. Yep. And not that I don't Google her several times a week or anything no, like that. But no, that's, yeah, that's just good that. knowledge. You're, you're up knowledge. on pop culture. That's yep. all that is. That's not creepy at not all, creepy. but they would have been great in, if they did the, if they ended up doing flashpoint and you needed a Thomas and Martha Wayne to play a bigger role, they, they already cast two good actors. So I don't really understand why they had to recast it. And I don't know why I do, but I like the idea of an older Thomas Wayne and a younger Martha Wayne. I don't oh, know. I don't know why. Dog. No, like, no, I'm not. Deputy dog. I don't mean it like that. But what I mean is like for that, those type of people like that dynamic could work. 
You know yeah, what I, I think mean? It where, too. Yeah. Where she would, here's how I feel. Yeah. And yeah. you're probably gonna say the same thing. Sorry. But I, the, I, old, I, the, the older father will be harder on Bruce Wayne. So the mother kind of coddles him a little bit. I think not only that, but just to really play out the relationship, you have a guy, he was, he was going to med school for such a long time. He's a great right. doctor. He's, he's, he's a great doctor, surgeon, that type of thing. He didn't have time. He didn't want the distraction of the female form. So by the time he came around to dating, right, maybe his friend put him up to it. He said, Hey, you gotta, you gotta meet this Martha. She's a younger gal, but you gotta meet her. And at that point, Ryan, he was ready to settle down and create Bruce who then became Batman as the Ooh. fable goes. Yeah. I like that. I like where you're you going like, with that. You like how that sounds? So I anyway, like so I think he'd be a good Thomas Wayne. I don't know what they're going to do there or what, what the deal is. I also just, I like the idea that the Joker movie was going to have Thomas Wayne, but here's the one thing I really hope for Ryan. What do you is, hope for? Is, as good tell as Batman your, 89 was. Yeah. I want to know I your hopes and dreams right now. Tell me all okay. your, read it out of your dream journal. Tell me what you got. Oh, chapter one. <laughs> Dear rich. Dear Are you rich. there? God, it's me, rich. <laughs> you did great today, rich. You did great. You stood up to the bully, rich. You did a nice job today. Don't worry about it. You'll get some new shoes. <laughs> but not Nikes. No, God, no, not today, Ryan. Buy not all the today. Nikes. Buy all not the Nikes. <laughs> Don't be an idiot. Buy Nikes. I just torched all of my gear. All my Nike gear. Uh, stop it. Started a fire. You just bought that, you fucking idiot. Um, anyway, um, no. What was I saying about Thomas Wayne? It was you like Thomas really Wayne? Good. You oh, like him? Like, the, yeah. I like him with a, I like an old guy with a younger gal. Is what I've always yeah. maintained. No, I don't. No, I was gonna say I like that he was in the Joker movie, but do not go the Batman '89 route and have the Joker actually be the no, one to kill Batman. No. Don't do that. Don't you do don't that. need to go there. No, we don't like that. Anyway. Uh, this is something that I know that you will like, Ryan. We've been talking on and off about the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 situation with James Gunn and with yep. Disney and everything else going on. Maybe the most outspoken, you know what, forget maybe, the most outspoken in defense of James Gunn has been former wrestling great Batista, Dave mm-hmm. Batista, who plays Drax. And he'd been sort of kicking this around for a little bit, but it feels like he was on the record this week saying, I don't know if I want to work for Disney so even if they have a Guardians three, you might not have Drax. At least Batista's Drax. Yeah, who are you, like who are you going to get Goldberg now? <laughs> John Cena. John Cena. You know, like I don't, I don't hate this. I don't hate him for this. I mean, I know there's fans who, are like, but like you know, I at what point are you like, you know, I, I feel like he owes a lot to James Gunn, and he he's been very outspoken not only about the yeah. firing of James Gunn, but once he got that role as Drax, he was like super super thankful to James Gunn for taking a chance on him and like giving him lines because he said like you know people didn't want to give him lines. They, he was like landing roles as like the faceless monster guy. Right, he was doing. He had like a Kevin Nash type of role. Yeah. He's like a bad guy in Punisher. He's a he's a mover in Grandma's Boy. He did like didn't really do much. Yeah, so like he was very thankful for like someone actually giving him a shot. And then he was in Blade Runner, and but like that wouldn't have happened without James Gunn. So right. I feel like he that's his boy. You know what I mean? So like he he owes him a lot. So I think he's he's got his back. You know what I mean? Well, I also like when this first came out, I was like, if the whole cast wants James Gunn, couldn't this cat as great as they are? If you had Pratt, Zoe Saldana, uh, Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel, not that you really need Vin Diesel, but they've had Vin Diesel and Dave Bautista, Karen Gillian. If you had all of them come together and say, 
mm, it's either James Gunn or no movie. Like that'd be like what they they'd be screwed. They couldn't make they could not make the movie. But I feel like Chris Pratt's that kid who's like we're all gonna walk out of class and then he stays. Yeah, like I, I, yeah there's, I have that feeling as well. And old I, I Chris mean, Pratt, old Chris Pratt would have walked out. I was gonna say easy for me to say because Chris Pratt's probably gonna get fifty million dollars to make that movie or whatever, right. something stupid, you know. So it's easier for me to say, but we'll see what happens there. But maybe no Batista. If they had to recast Batista or Drax, who who do you think could do it? Goldberg. I wasn't even kidding. Oh, you really want Goldberg? All right. Well, I mean, similar uh, build, right? You Goldberg. Need- does Goldberg have the comedic chops? Probably not. I don't think so. It will name. I, I, I can tell you what, after seeing blockers, John Cena doesn't have the comedy no. cops. You know, what's kind of funny is uh, the big show. Yeah, but he's not like big enough. You know what I mean? Like Jack. You, you don't think the big show is big enough? No, I think he's big enough, like the height and weight wise, but he's not like ripped enough. He's not muscular enough. Uh, just maybe all CGI. They're just a, just a CGI Drax. Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> all CGI Drax. I was thinking, I was asking someone the other day, do you think they have enough takes of, um, Vin Diesel saying I am Groot that they don't need him anymore? I would really hope so. Yeah. You know, actually they probably never needed him. I never mm. understood that. Like why get a, like, I understand why you want good voice actors in, you know, like the Incredibles and Shrek and movies like that. But for that specific role where you're changing it anyway, like in post, what the hell is the difference? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, let's rip through a few of these other ones. Uh, we have a, uh, a date for the sequel to a quiet place tentatively called a quiet place Two, out May 15th, 2020. Okay. Let's check it out. Where are they gonna Where are they gonna go from from there? I'm not the that fuck? excited about it, to be honest with no, you. Just I'm not at all. I feel like I that movie was a turd. I didn't think it was a turd, but I, I thought it was good. Know. But I, you know, but we'll we'll see. Anyway. We'll see what happens with that. Big Mouth season two comes out October 5th. We're both big fans of that show. Yeah, and I gives so you a chance to do your impression. <laughs> yeah, that's a mouth stuff. Thank you. So. um I heard I was listening to Dak Shepard's podcast, which is great. It's called Armchair Expert or something like that. Um, Wait, you're listening to Dak Shepard's podcast? Yeah, it's really good. And dude, Dak Shepard, listen, he did a two he did a two hour episode with Nick Kroll, and it was, oh, it was awesome. fascinating. And they were talking about Big Mouth season two, you know, because Kristen Bell's on it and whatever. And get this, yeah. so they're introducing a new character called the Shame Wizard. <laughs> and, and, and he's voiced by David Thewlis, who, if you guys watch the third season of Fargo, he's the guy with the teeth who's all like constantly like, picking his teeth. Oh, and he's he said, the worst. And he said he's oh, the, the worst. It's the creepiest character ever. And they just like they wrote the character with him, his voice in their head from Fargo. Oh God, that's gonna be awful. And oh, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So that's yeah, like yeah. the big thing he talked about on the podcast was the shame wizard. Oh my so, God, that's I'm pretty good for that. Also on Netflix, Ryan, right now, season two of Ozark, which I am enjoying very much. Yeah, I've I just one of those things. It's on my list. I just haven't, fine. I haven't gotten it yet. Put it in your queue. One day you'll get to it. But Ozark fans out there, I am also watching Ozark. Yeah. We don't do a ton of music, Ryan, on the podcast. We did a high school uh, CD collection. That was Shut an episode up. you can check in the archives, which was a good one, uh, including this artist who was on there. How about Eminem? With Eminem. a surprise album called Kamikaze came out last week, end he's, of last week. He's very upset with with hip hop as it stands right now. 
I think what I do like about him is he has a great deal of confidence. He does. But also, I think the best and, and people are giving him a hard time, like Machine Gun, Gel, Machine Gun Kelly's like has a diss track about Eminem and like all this stuff. Yeah. But the best Eminem is angry Eminem. Yeah, he was he was angry. Like angry his last Eminem. two, three albums weren't that great because he wasn't yeah. pissed off. Like it was all about him, like finding peace with stuff. You remember when no, this was good? Yeah. And that's when like. I don't want to liken Eminem to another like '90s like butt rock band, but like, remember when Stained like oh, became like less angry? <laughs> remember when like yeah, they started yeah, doing yeah, like yeah. acoustic stuff and like we'd put on the CD and be like, "Well, this sucks now." Well, yeah, I think you can make the case with like uh, Incubus, who I know you liked a lot. I did, yeah. And Lincoln Park, like there was a lot of bands that started out one way, and then they're like, eh, "We can probably sell more albums doing it this way." And they all had that like "We're fine now" album. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, no, all the all angry got, stuff before we're good now. They all got money, so it's yeah. like you're not. What are you? What are you pissed off about now? Yeah, like you should be. Well, no, no, let me take it back. Now, money's not the. Uh, you know, you're not going to get all happiness with more money, more problems. I've also heard a song about You've that. Heard about that's that. Good. You know, that's all about that. Yeah, Ryan. If I had to rank the nine studio albums of of Eminem, he does have ten, but the first one was pre Dr. Dre. I don't know it. And I, can't, I love it. I, couldn't. I love it. The one on Ruckus Infinite. The, the Infinite. title track of yeah. Infinite is my still to this day. The very first track Eminem did is called Infinite, and it's still my favorite Eminem song. Really? Yep. It's my favorite. Awesome. That's a. So I got to go back and listen to that then. Yep. My favorite Eminem song might, is probably one that's not even on an Eminem album. Is the when he did Renegade with Jay Z. Oh, I love that one too. Love, love that. But anyway, this one I think is as high as fourth, and then as low as sixth. Like in some order, you got to have the Marshall Mathers LP, the Slim Shady LP, and Marshall Mathers LP two or Marshall Mathers two, whatever the, the hell you M- call the it. The Eminem show. Yeah, so I think this yeah. to me is probably in in the mix with Eminem show and encore. And then they're all better than recovery relapse revival. Like his first two albums are like first two, like right. Right. Interscope albums are out of this world. Yes. Good. Yeah. The second one is my favorite, but they're both great. Yeah. So that's how I stand on that. Uh, Ryan, last bit of uh, news I have here is uh, the boys, which was a while ago we said should be a show. Uh, should be a TV show somehow, some way. It'd be very difficult to do. It's a Garth Ennis comic. We both highly recommend it. They've been doing some casting. They got a pretty good all-star cast already of of people involved. Uh, and how about Jennifer Esposito is going to be CIA agent Susan Rayner. Jennifer Esposito was in the movie Crash. She mm-hmm. was uh, she had a very small role in the movie Made, which we she both did. love. Yeah, uh, you, you'd recognize her if you saw her. But that, I'm I'm in on that. It's funny we're talking about it with somebody on on Twitter about it. Yeah, this is gonna be a very difficult show to make. It's a very difficult show to make, and it has to be with the right network where they can get away with a lot of stuff. And my tipping point is they need to get Simon Pegg somehow, some way. Yes, yeah, they do. One of the characters is designed after Simon Pegg, is drawn just like Simon Pegg, and he would be perfect. I mean, again, he's written for it. What's his name? I forget. It's like Pee. It's not Pee Wee, but it's like something like that. Is it Pee Wee? It actually might be. Yeah, Yeah. it might be. Um, But anyway, I'm I'm excited for that show. Ryan, are you ready for your bit of news? I guess it's time for Davey's video game. All 
right. So the biggest video game minute thing we have right now, PAX West happened this weekend. Uh, and yes. I would r- love to go into everything that happened at PAX West, but it's just way too much stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's just, you know, different get. We had a lot of, a lot of new gameplay footage, lots of new looks at some really cool games. Um, a lot of big names are out there. Uh, Fallout was there, but the biggest news, I guess that came out of this is some kid, won $1.5 million playing Fortnite in, uh, in their little like tournament they had at oh, PAX West. Yeah. Was it Which, Shime? It was not Shime, but Shime, Damn. this had, took place in Seattle. So I don't know if Shime uh, got out there. Um, no, maybe not in time, but it started like, I'm starting to like question some shit. I'm starting to rethink some stuff. Like do that's where the money is. Do you go where the money is? Like, I think personally, I think Fortnite's kind of a flash in the pan. Like it's, it's going to be gone in a little while. I think they've kind oh. of, we are at the crest of the wave right now. I mean, to answer your question, Ryan, more money, more problems, more money, more problems. It's just to me, it's just when games are like, I don't mind game updates, but when the game is constantly being updated, things are being taken out, put back in, things are getting modded, things are getting buffed, things are, you know what I mean? It's like, it just never seems finished to me and I can't get comfortable playing it. I mean, I haven't, I haven't played Fortnite in a fortnight. I was going to say two or three fortnights, if we're being honest with <laughs> yeah. you, two or three fortnights. But every time I turn it on to play Overwatch or to play Tekken or to play something else, the thing pops up like update installing now for Fortnite. Right. I'm like, my Christ, I yeah. mean, got it. Yeah. You know, so, it. Anyway. Um, so the other big news is this Thursday, um, I'm doing a big stream. Uh, I'm going to start it a little bit later, but okay. I'm going to go till about like one o'clock, maybe later. Because the Spider-Man is coming to PlayStation oh, 4. So that's coming. It's going to be playable midnight Friday. It's already like pre-downloaded on my thing, I think. Oh, like I'm excited thing. for that. It's ready to rock. And, That'll be good. Very, and people ask, what's the first thing you're going to do? I am going right to the Avengers Tower or I am going right to the Empire State Building and just jumping off. <laughs> like take a, a selfie first take us a quick oh, selfie and like how cool does that look they they came out on twitter and said that like they have this awesome photo mode now oh that's sweet it looks unbelievable and they have a trailer for their first dlc which comes out in october uh which features black cat there you go called the it's called city never sleeps um the heist i like that so, very much and felicia looks great I bet she does. So we are. So not only that, the game's coming out on Friday and they already have like some killer DLC for it. So I'm all in. I am all in. I will. I will. uh, What's the what's the thing? I'll hang my hat on it or something like that. Like I'm I'm pushing my all in. I am pushing my chips to the middle of the table on this game. That's what they say. That is all in. All in. I will check. Um, all right, right. We have, uh, <laughs> right <laughs> let's, I, we, let's cut right to it here, Ryan. The topic du jour, shall we? I'm sorry. I, was, I wasn't listening to what? Oh, it's the topic of the day. And oh, today, right. well, as you know, better than anybody, it is back to school season, Ryan. Uh, so uh, let's welcome everybody to the fall with a little, uh, high school movies. First thing I'm going to ask here, let's set some ground rules. What? qualifies as a high school movie well i think you're you're i say this carefully because your characters need to be high school age first and foremost i think that's a great starting point you need high school age because i say i I say your characters need to be high school age because i think rachel mcadams and mean girls it was like 24 and i think stacy dash was like 30 when she played what's her name in clueless right 
So uh, yeah, your characters like need to be Dion, high school age. Dion, Dion. The the majority, or I would say most of the movie, has to take place at the school. So that's so that's great because I was talking with this with I believe is my wife because mm-hmm. if it wasn't you or her, I don't know who else I would have asked this about. But it was I know what you did last summer. Right. I don't think it counts because that is the summer again. Obviously, it's in the title, but you never walk foot into their high school. So and that's like a real fringe one, yeah. but I would say no on that. I would say no. So there has to be some scenes that take place in the school. Yeah. Not and I think, it, but you have to see a, you have to be in the school at some point. I agree. And I think what also kind of helps in a lot of these movies is not just in the high school, but maybe a teacher, a principal, a coach is also a, like a supporting character, like Correct. which really ties it to the school. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. And I think the other thing we can do here is so we, we those are sort of the guidelines because we're going to miss some. And you guys can certainly tweet us at Dork Podcast, email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com with your favorites, your least favorites, et cetera, et cetera. Before we get to some of the, uh, the, the superlatives, if you will, Ryan, yeah. like which high school you'd want to attend, which one you wouldn't, who'd you be friends with, if you could steal a smooch, et cetera. Let's just break them down, uh, sort of subgenre within the high school movie. First, and this is kind of broad, I guess, but which ones would you consider classics? All right, so the all-time like classic high school movies, I'm just going to throw like The Breakfast Club, 16 yes. Candles. Like those are yes. classic. I think they genre-defining, would I say? Oh, yes. I've heard that before. Like ones that are like this is what high school movies should do. Um, I agree. Well, how about John this? movies. Uh, not only just are they John Hughes movies, but The Breakfast Club, 16 Candles, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That was where I was going next. All take place at Shermer High School. Shermer High School in Shermer, Illinois. It's the Shermerverse because yeah. this they all overlap. And is it weird science might also overlap. Sure, yes, weird science does overlap with this. Yeah, I think uh, it does. But um, yeah, those three jump out all from the mid '80s. All perfect, you know, John Hughes movies. All had their strengths. I'm with you. And um, I have what was it the one they said? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, definitely. I mean, right there in the goddamn title. Just Ameri- Coley. Yeah. American Pie. Yes. Dazed and Confused. Yes. And Heathers, I would say, are like, for me, like the classic high school movies. Yeah, I think so. I, I, you know what I might also put in there would be, especially because like you're right, the, the 80s ones, it's Breakfast Club, 60 Candles, Ferris Bueller, yep. uh, Fast Times. Those are all 80s. You know, Days and Confused is early 90s. Then late 90s, you get actually Heather's. I'm with you. That's late yep. 80s. Uh, American Pie is late 90s. I would probably also throw Can't Hardly Wait in oh, there. Oh, yeah. And uh, Clueless. I would throw Clueless in there as well. Clueless, yes. Okay, so that's okay. another one from the 90s. Yep. I think, you know, Can't Hardly Wait, like the, the, the whole idea of the high school party. But then the whole thing, like when they have. Uh, is it the opening credits or the closing? No, the opening credits when they're, they're going through, it's basically a yearbook right. and they're like flipping through like that is just, and they hit on all like the tropes, like Yeah. Like the, the nerds, you got the geeks, you got the wannabes, you got the jocks, you got the hot girls, you got, you got everything else. And I think that's part of the magic of what qualifies as a high school movie too, is you have these people who are coming from different kind of walks of life within high school, like kind of mm-hmm. talking to each other. And I think though, that's what makes a good high school movie. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I think I think it does. It just to to go first to the uh, like the Breakfast Club, like again, 
First of all, shout out to uh, Judd Nelson, who went to the same high school as Davey and sure, I. Sure did. John Bender, does, it turns in a hell of a performance. Sure does. But, I mean, that's that's the one where it's such a it's such a classic, and you just take one from like every category, basically, and you throw them into detention, and then hijinks, Ryan, hijinks throughout the entire film. Yeah, but there's that always that bond where you, that deeper understanding that they come to, that like we're maybe we're not so different. You know what I mean? Oh, they'll, they'll, tug, they'll tug on the old heartstrings. I sure will. Give me a pack of cigarettes. Hey, smoke up, Johnny boy. <laughs> that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, 16 Candles is good. Ferris Bueller, again, that was, was, was a pretty good one. Uh, Fast Times, it, this could be an unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. It falls to me kind of in the 80s comedy where, depending on what uh, generation you are, you might think it's the best movie ever. You might think it's overrated or you might not even think it's good at all. Like I don't, I'm not in that category, but I am in the category where again, if American pie or fast times was both was on TV, like I relate more to American pie, but it's only because I wasn't even alive when fast times came out. Yeah. And I, I was, I think. Yeah. It came out in 82. Oh, I was alive. Yeah. So, um, for me, it's, it's, a solid B plus a minus, but it's not, I, and I recognize the things they were doing in that movie with, you know, high school, like high school kids, like doing drugs and high school kids having sex and the high school kids, you know, experiencing these different things, abortions, like it got pretty heavy at times. Um, yeah. so that, it, that we wouldn't have half of these movies if fast times didn't happen. Um, Right. Oh, and, that's for sure. And, yeah. But I, I liked, like, give me a rated R high school movie. Cause let's face right. it. High school is rated R. Like, it, oh my God. Yeah. No doubt about is it. Is it ever? Um, yeah. So I think it's important and I, I, but it's not, if I were to sit down and you put all these movies in front of me, it's not going to be the first one I pick up. No, I don't think so either. I think Spicoli has become a little overrated. Like as time has gone on, like how yeah. great that character was, it was really more about Stacy and Linda for being honest. Yeah, for being honest. We are being honest. And then Charles Jefferson, who I believe was in our football draft back when we did uh, <laughs> characters from movies. He, he was, was a great football player, obviously. Uh, Dazed and Confused, Ryan, is one of my favorites when you mention high school movies. Yes. And I know this takes place in the summer, and it's the whole thing about building up. But they're drinking on the football field. It's mm-hmm. all about you know freshmen getting initiated. The first so, half so, hour of the movie takes place at school. Yes, so, that's true too. Right, exactly. So like it absolutely counts and the characters are unbelievable. You know, with with Wooderson and with uh was it Fred o- O'Banion? O'Banion, who, yeah. Uh, ben O'Banion. Darla Meeks by Parker Posey is aw- is just perfect for this. And this is one if you wanted to involve uh your 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 female audience like for whatever reason the yeah. women I I know in my life love this movie. Like it is, it's like, it, cause it's, it's the time I think that it's set in. It's the soundtrack. It's yeah. the characters. It, there's a, it checks off a lot of boxes. No, I'm sure there's women who like, but like for whatever reason, and I yeah. know this because my wife and her friends, like we were, this comes up all the time. Like what's your favorite, like high school movie. And they're like yeah. dazed and confused. Like that's like, and, yeah, and a lot really of it was good. like, um, who is like, like Joey Lauren Adams character. Awesome. She's 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 kind of like nice to like the right to the younger right. girls and and, yeah. and my Four wife like my that. wife is like that. I was like with kind of like the mean girls, but like I was like the nicest of all of them. So like I identify <laughs> with like that character. Yeah, because they weren't like we all went to high school. Like they were like a group of like eight girls. Let's say they yep. weren't all Parker Posey. Like no, you but one of them like, was. Yeah. 
oh my god maybe two or three but yeah. like they, they all weren't yeah. you know what i mean like there's definitely a group like that that was just that was brutal, just like but, jesus take it easy my god yeah so that was that was lee high school which mm-hmm. is where they went in days of confused in texas, texas right in oh yeah in yeah. texas randall pink floyd didn't really want to play football anymore and what kills this happened. movie is the the nerdy little brother, Mitch. The brother stinks. He's yeah, the brother stinks. Stinks. And probably one of the worst athletes ever put on film. Oh, absolutely. He'd be on the short list. He would definitely be on the short list. Like, you put that kid on the mound? Like, you kidding me? No. And he I struck don't like someone out? Oh, brutal. Oh, uh, with the hair. He's touching his hair, touching his hair, touching, touching his, his hair, nose. touching his nose. Like, no. You know, what I was, you know what I read on the internet, Ryan? The ben Affleck's character or that role, Fred O'Banion. Yeah. Almost went to Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn would have looked a little old for that. Like that, like Ben Affleck looks, looked old, but that, and I get, I get that was the point, but Vaughn would have looked way too old. No, but think about it. This, this was three years before swingers. He looks pretty young in swingers. Yeah, that's true. I think he may have been able to pull it off and, and he can definitely do like the asshole character. Oh, that's I like, think that's what he does. That's like, yeah. Like he's um, right, that's right. Not only can he pull it off, that's all he does. That's all he does. Like like Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark now. Like that yeah. like Vince Vaughn is just that that quippy asshole now. I think that would have been because usually you read those ones, you're like, this character almost or this actor almost got this role, and you're like, oh, it would have been awful. But like he that's one where I'm like, oh that might have been see that. And didn't he had just done Rudy, or like Rudy came out like right after that and which he played like that guy, like he was a dick. Right, right. And then the other one that I, uh, yeah, where he was, yeah, what was, what year was Rudy? That was actually right in that same year, right? 93. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I read was what was the actor? So Sean Andrews, who played Kevin Pickford in the movie. Yep. You'd, I mean, you'd recognize him as soon as you saw him. Yeah. yeah. He was going out with Mila Jovovich at the time. Right. And they were obviously, they were both in the movie as well. But according to, it must've been some write up that, uh, Linklater was doing. He said that he was supposed to have a bigger role. Sean Andrews was. He was supposed to have a bigger role, but he was, I guess, an asshole and didn't get along with the other actors. So they dropped his role significantly and increased Matthew McConaughey's role, which initially wasn't going to be that big, but everybody loved him and he was so great. That's awesome. And I, I read somewhere too <laughs> that like somewhere in like the filming of that movie, like Mila Jovovich and that guy like got married for like two weeks. Or something like uh, that. I think they well they were yeah I think they were dating yeah that that might be right because they were definitely together and then um, they are no longer together yeah <laughs> if if you can if you can believe they that. are not uh, I'm glad you mentioned that uh, mentioned those ones though now would you consider this isn't high on my list but is Greece I think a classic high school so movie? When, we, when we were going through like the different sub genres you have like all the ones you listed Musical. and then you have others you have others and Greece okay. was the, Greece was the first one I listed because. Uh, obviously you and I aren't going to out of the, out of the haystack. We're not going to pull Greece and be like, let's watch Greece, you know, but um, it is a good musical movie. That is worth, worth mentioning. It's worth mentioning. I know, I know why people like it. It's like Bob right. Dylan. It's just uh, people like, uh, this not the first time I'm nah. going to mention. It's not the first time I'm going to mention Bob Dylan on this podcast. Yeah. The big market tease, but um I get why people like Greece. It's just not for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I just wanted to mention it because I think we we would have gotten the the emails, the sternly worded yeah. letters, etc. So those are probably most of the classics. Another one. Well, I would say this: 
these aren't all necessarily classics, but and maybe they fall into other genres too. But when you, when you mentioned Heather's, yeah. which was Westerberg High School yeah. with Veronica, JD, and the Heather's, which was very good, mm-hmm. that spawned a handful of other movies like that where Jawbreaker, as you know, is one of my favorites, right. came out in 1999. Mm-hmm. And then Mean Girls, which was a great movie. Like, I actually love Mean Girls. I love Mean Girls. But that's sort of like without Heather's, I don't know if you get, you definitely don't get Jawbreaker and you might not get Mean Girls. No, I think so. Heather's is very dark. Like, it's a very dark comedy. And, and so, I mean, that's what Jawbreaker is. And that's what essentially like Mean Girls is like Heather's light. It's like Diet Heather's. Yeah, they're like turn up the comedy, turn down you know a girl dying, right? And, or several <laughs> girls dying, but it's also like um, instead of like physically violent, which Heather's is like Mean Girls yeah. is like psychologically violent, like you know what I mean? Like that's how girls operate now is like psychological. It's like, yeah, it's more realistic yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, good. Let's go to uh, comedy. And again, right. there's going to be some overlap because obviously American Pie. But what other ones do you have for uh, for comedy? Uh, so going off like Mean Girls, one of the what is like sneaky. One of my favorite high school comedies um, is a movie called Easy A with Emma Stone. Oh uh, yeah, I saw that. It's yeah. good. It's it's actually really good. Um, it's supposed to be a take on uh, the Scarlet Letter, which. Um, Emma Stone plays this girl who, you know, she lies about like hooking up with some guy and, you know, eventually it turns into like, she lies that she hooked up with all these guys. So they give her like gift cards and stuff. Like it's this like bizarre thing. And it yeah, like, she doesn't actually like, hook up with them. No, and it's no, not no. like nerds and it's like stuff yeah. like that. And, they're like, kinda, oh, yeah, and it turns like her, her gay best friend was like, can you do that for me? So people, you know, don't know that I'm gay and that I can, you know, and, and there's, it, it's very touching and it's very funny. Um, but it's also like pretty poignant, like for high school kids to yeah. watch. Um, so I like that one, but obviously the one we haven't mentioned yet, uh, the like quintessential, like two thousands, like millennial comedy, uh, super bad is probably, absolutely, yeah, absolutely super bad. And you got great characters with, you know, with Seth and Evan and then Mc, McLovin has become a whole thing. He's great. Uh, Becca is really good. You got the Emma stone character, but the whole idea of, being in high school at that age too. Like that's a weird time. Like those mm-hmm. few months where you're still in high school, but you're really ready to get out of there. But like, you still don't have everything figured out. Oh, tell me you about know what it. I mean? Yeah. It's, Oh man, it's a, it. it's a time. And the only reason I wouldn't put this in classic status, and this is because I did a lot, I've done a lot of thinking about like, you look at like fast times at Ridgemont high. And like a lot of times we talk about like, well, that movie will never get made now. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. Super bad when you watch it now, like when we watched it, uh, in 2007, 2008, you're like, this is hilarious. But now with everything about, you know, sexual assaults on campuses and things like that. And the whole premise is like, these kids want to get these girls drunk so they can hook up with them. Like, I don't know how well that's going to age. Mm. Yeah. Although I wonder if Michael Sarah's enough of a, you know, cause he openly, well, he even has a chance to do it and backs out. Oh, that's it. You know, and, and like, she was so drunk yeah. and he, he's the one who stops it. Right. So, like, and I think that's the, that's the saving grace of the movie is that, that it doesn't yeah. work. Right. You know what I mean? But like that mindset for young men that like the only way this is going to happen is if we're both. And then her friend says like, well, if you're both wasted, it's fine. Like, that's not true at all. Like, that's not true. Like, so, right. so if you're a younger no, person, no, no. That, like, don't do that. Like that's not, yeah, not good advice. Yeah. Not good advice. 
one of like one of the best parts to me in that movie, and it's not one that anybody like even remembers, but it's a good quotable line, especially for us when we're playing video games. Is there's a scene where Jonah Hill's going on and on and on about like whatever shirt he needs in the party, obviously, and like the plan, and uh, Michael Sarah's just sit there playing video games, and he's just like, <laughs> if, I don't even know if it was scripted or not. He's just sitting there, he's like. Yeah, what? Why is that? What, why would you put that in the game? That that's what is that? That's that's impossible. Like, why would you put that in the game? Why would you? It's like, it, why would you put that in the game? And like, so I say that all every time you I do die. It, it's awesome, and I I I know what you're saying. Why would you I, put that in? The game? Why would you even put that in the game? Like, what are you doing? What are, yeah. come on. No, but that that movie was great. It also reminds everybody of what it was like before you were 21 trying to track down booze. Yeah, and we've all we've all been there. We've all done yep. that. Um, yep. quick, quick anecdote. So the first time I ever went with my brother to a high school party, this, um, my brother was, I didn't, this is honest to God truth. Like you, rich can vouch for me. I didn't drink like all through high school. I didn't. That's correct. I didn't. That's correct. Um, and my brother was like a big partier. So he's like, there was this market by our house called Jesus grocery who like, for whatever reason, they put the beer cooler right next to the door. Oh yeah. Nice. So him and his friend, like his friend would walk in, like buy like a pack of gum. And while he was buying a pack of gum, my brother would just grab two thirty packs and run out. <laughs> so he's like, that was, cause they like, you know, it was right there. Like all you had to do is bang right. and you're gone. And so he's like, sit behind the wheel of the car and just keep the car running. And like, just, so basically it turned into, he was running out with like two Keystone, like 30 packs going, go, go, go. So I actually had to like drive the car. Like he jumped in the back of the Jeep, which had no top on it. And just like drove I had to like drive him out of there. So and you were a like, getaway driver for a crime. Yeah, I was an like accessory to a crime. I was, I was like yeah. 15 years old. I didn't even have my license yet. And that's how the first time I ever drove a car. Two crimes. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I count two crimes two already. Crimes. Yeah. This, the store owner comes out. He's like, I, give me that 20 no, the bucks. Guy, the guy never came out because they have that. The, it's, I don't know if you know this, but it's a rule that like it, once it leaves the store, like you can't do anything about it. Like mm, this. I did not know that, but yeah. I'm not suggesting anything to anybody. Either. I lived with a guy who was a, a security guard at Shaw's and he's like, once you step off the curb, like there's nothing I can do. Like they, if I, he's like, if <laughs> I'm gone, man. If you, yeah. If you run off the curb and like I tackle you, like you could sue the store. So they tell wow. me like I have to stay. So there you go. Little, uh, there you go. That's a fun fact for small, all our small crime uh, 101 with uh, Arvon D. All our mischiefs out there. Yeah, petty, all our mischiefs. Petty theft 101. It's all good. It's yeah. all good. Ryan, where do you stand on Napoleon Dynamite? Um, I for I lo- I like it. Um, it's weird. Um, I get. I laughed. I laughed. Like, I, I laugh all the time. I quote it all the time. It's very good. I think. Yeah. Like in my wife, you know, my wife will ask me like, oh, "What do you? What's your plan for today?" And I'm like, "Whatever I want. What I feel like I want to do." God. Like I say to her all the time, and it's like, I mean, it's, you know, vote for Pedro. Like I mean, it's, yeah. a lot of it takes place at the school. You have the uh, the event at the end there. Like it's it's pretty good. It's like, good. I, I'm a fan. It's, yeah. it's totally offbeat. It doesn't make any sense. It, but it's it's funny. You know what I mean? Like it's, it probably wasn't like most of your high schools. No, and there's and there's people <laughs> like uh, like I watched it with my dad once, and he's like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm like, "I it's just yeah. like uh, you I have to." to there's a certain you have to be in a excuse me, a certain type of mood, a certain, certain type of comedy that you want to yeah. see. And it's just like, if you're not in that mood, it's, you're going to tune it out, you know, but it's fine. But that one's, that one's good. Uh, can't hardly wait, which we already mentioned was Huntington Hills high school. And some of the best stuff was them talking about <laughs> like the idea. And this is definitely true. Like once you're in high school, like you think of 
the kids that were older than you that are now in college is like, Oh my God. Like, you know, they were, oh, they, they were, were so awesome. great. They were like, so what cool. They were into. Yeah. And they're like, Trip McNeely. Yeah. Here comes Trip McNeely. And he's just like sitting there. He's a mess. He's just like, yeah. Oh my God. Like, what are you doing? Like, you should be with her. Like she is hot, man. And yeah. then he's like, I got one word of advice for you. Wear sandals in the shower. Cause you'll get planners warts. He's like, yeah, and it, <laughs> that's my favorite line in the movie. He goes, I got warts all over my feet. <laughs> like it's, it's my favorite line of the movie. Right. And it's like the idea that these guys are so great and that you're like, wait a minute, like they're at a high school party now. Like, what are they, what are they doing here? Yeah, there's, you know, all, like, there's always that guy like who shows up where you're just like, why are you here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like you're hanging out. He's just like, dude, you gotta, you gotta go. Like you gotta And go. as a, as a guy who was in a band, uh, a couple of bands, Ryan, what did you think of love burger? Oh, uh, love burger. I would have loved to hear what they played. I thought that one of the funniest parts of that movie is that they never actually played a note. The be- <laughs> they just get, they just get into fights with each other. Oh, yeah. They were just they were, they were um, the best. But yeah, there's always we used to joke all the time that like I I started playing guitar because I wanted to be the guitar guy at the party. Yeah, be like oh, it was a guitar. <laughs> oh, what's this? Here's Wonderwall. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> Here we go. Here's just a couple of a couple of bars. Yeah, here's Wonderwall. The other the best part of the entire movie is the dork that comes in, and this is another line that I quote all the time. Really, just about any time that I'm out with a group of people. Yep. He's like they're in the kitchen and he spikes the beer away from somebody and he goes, nobody drink the beer. The beer has gone bad. So that kid, uh, Charlie Corey, he played uh, Robin Williams son in hook. Um, oh, okay. And he, uh, he's like super successful now. Like he was working in the well, white house because like, of, the, because of that line. That was unbelievable. That was amazing. No, he takes he, a sip of beer and he spits it out. It's funny. I think he's like really that person too. Like he went to Yale law school and he oh, started really. working for like the Obama administration. Like he's like super successful now. Um, same and with the kid. Um, hand. Oh yeah. Go ahead. The kid from weird science is like an advanced mathematics professor. Like, oh, is that Amber. right? Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. All right, what else do you have for comedy high school? Uh, so we went through one. Angry, uh, so one that, okay, two that I like that, uh, actually, I'll get two that are kind of good and then one that's like my, one of my favorites. Um, okay. Uh, Dope, the movie Dope. I don't know if you saw that. Um, no. Really good. Really good, right. like 90s uh, high school kind of movie. Um, and one of my personal favorites that people are going to, I fucking love these two movies. One, House Party. Nice. I watch House Party whenever it's on, and it drives my wife crazy. Like I love House Party. I've always, you know, how you wanted to do the murder mystery party like forever. Uh, we just still can't do. do it. Yeah, I still would love to. I've always wanted to throw a House Party house party where yes. I get the soundtrack of House Party, uh, like, and it's just great. dancing. It's just in the house, <laughs> and everyone's just dancing up a storm, and it's like hot and sweaty, and it's like awesome. Like I love House Party. I think it's I always think of Jane Silent Bob when they're filming the movie and Chris Rock is on the set and he's like, Oh man, that's gonna make house party look like house party two. <laughs> yeah. And then like later on the guy his like assistant goes, Oh, that's gonna make house party three look like house party four. And he goes, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so House Party Two, one of the greatest sequel names, because you have a uh, break into Electric Boogaloo, which we yes. you know, we say but, House Party Two, the pajama jammy jam. <laughs> where it's house party, but it's in pajamas. Yes. But I would say with a bullet, one of my favorite comedies. Um, I'm a huge John Cusack fan. Better off dead is one of my favorite high school comedies of all time. Oh, okay. All right. Better off dead. Good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't, I didn't have that on my list. The other ones I have uh, 21 jump street is good. Technically a high school movie. Technically it is. Yeah. It takes a place a lot in high school. You're right. The main characters 
aren't high school, but they're supposed to be. So it counts. And so much of it takes place at Sagan high school. Yep. So that one counts. Um, I'll also throw this one in there because it does such a good job. Like now all these parody movies aren't great, but not another teen movie is legitimately funny. It is. It, it is, is legitimately funny. Like it's one of those movies. Like I didn't want to think that movie was funny, but it was. It just was. Now I think what happened was like a couple, like the first couple of scary movies were good. Then this one was good. And like any other one I, I think is shitty. Like they, they yeah. did a bunch of other ones, but this one it's got Chris Evans in it, but it hits every, basically all the movies that we named before, like the breakfast club and you know, American pie and can't hardly wait. It takes all of those and makes a parody movie and they go to John Hughes high for God's sake. Yeah. So this one, it's actually, it's also, it's quotable. It's, it's funny. We, we watch this in college all the time. So I would, I'd put that one. I down. would say we didn't talk about this movie enough, but like, I cannot stress <clears throat> how important the movie American pie was to me when I was, oh my God. because it came out, I was 18 years old when that movie came out. Yeah. And like, it was like that time in my life. Like it was, it was everything that you kind of go through as like that age kid, but like our Yo. age people, like that was it. You know what I mean? That was um, so good, yeah. It was the beginning of like internet porn right. and like, oh, yeah. right. like uh, you know, people, you know, email and like all that stuff. Like you, like I remember like that being like, I wanted to laugh more, but it was like a little too, like it was a little too much, like a little too real. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh man. Like, yeah, uh, like it's just, it's really good. Like Chris Klein's character, like, like the guy, uh, um, Oz. Oz. Like that was me. My friend's. My friends call me Nova, like as in Casanova, but like, that's pathetic. But that was me. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I was that guy. Like I was yeah. that, like I played sports, but like I, I really was like super sensitive. Like I tried to be like a super <laughs> sensitive guy, like with girls <laughs> never worked. Like, but like, uh, no, but I was, you're a guitar guy. You're yeah, a guitar like, guy. I, department. And I, but I had guy. like this like artist soul, but like I was, I identified <laughs> with like playing sports too. Like I was a mess. Like I was an you're absolute mess. Like, but like, there's one time Ryan had almost an absolute hissy fit. We, I think we actually told this story on the podcast before, but he was going over. And again, we had a different kind of high school experience, yeah. but we were in a dorm and Wait, time out, was time getting, out. I have to preface this by saying that I was a senior and only seniors could have internet. Okay. No, so but that's it, not the story. Uh, no, 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 I'm not doing, I'm not doing friend of Hermes. I've already oh, done that one before. Okay, I'm not doing that. friend of Hermes. Okay. No, it was just, it was just, it was finally, you must've had a bad day. It was just a boiling point. It's a, you had to be their story, but I don't care when to tell it anyway. <laughs> and, and you, me and shark are hanging out, probably playing PlayStation. And then you're getting up. You're like, all right, I got plans. I'm going over to whatever the girl's dorm was yeah. to visit whatever the girl was. And you're like, all right, I'm ready to go. And then like, after all this shit, we'd probably been shitting on each other the whole time. And then you get up to leave and shark goes, are you wearing that hat? Oh my God. <laughs> and then you just lost I it. I lost it on him. Poor shark. You're going to wear that hat. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, yeah, it, it was like it, one thing that you, we don't get enough shark on here, but his comedic timing. Oh, it's perfect. Is like when he's talking about being the thrones, he's like locked in, but he, he would be a great comedy writer. No, he'd be a great comedy writer. He would also be a perfect third man in on the podcast where you and me host the podcast and then he would make you laugh out loud three times. Yeah. He might only say five things, but three times he would make you laugh out loud. So Shark was, he was like, um, think of like, I always, he reminds me of Sam Weir and Freaks and Geeks, like John Francis say- Riley. <laughs> like he reminds me of him. Um, 
because he was he was like way littler than smaller than like all of us. Uh, and the one shark story I can tell now is we do this thing. It was called foxtails. We're like all like the older girls. Oh, you've told this one. You've told this one. Oh, I told this one. Where we pushed this one. You guys podcast. pushed him yeah. into the dorm and like yes. shut the door behind him. So it was just him and like all these girls oh, and like cocktail dresses. And he goes forty girls. And he goes. Ladies. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> Hello. After trying to like scratch out and like get out, get out of the door. Goes, oh, it was great. Ladies. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. But that All was right, going to America. Yeah. That was East Great Falls High School. In Michigan, and, uh, right? Again, Stifler and Jim and Shitbreak, the kid from Rookie of the Year. Tara Reed, all good. Sorry, very, very good. And sorry for getting anecdotal there, but like I, I felt like it no, was appropriate. It was yeah, it, it was absolutely appropriate. And I think see, right. someone emailed us and asked us like, "What? Am I wrong? Like someone asked us like what we were like? They wanted more high school stories, so like want to know more about us in high school. So there you go. Oh, that is true. Someone it was probably Marcus. Yeah, someone wanted to know more about us in high school. Like that's I think I've given you enough. Right we were there. great. We were we were awesome. the best. Everyone we loved best. us. We didn't have yeah. a single enemy. Didn't have a didn't have a problem. You know what? I got along with everybody. You didn't. And the only problem that I had is when you started shit, and I had to like fix it. <laughs> I was a very confident young you were. man. You were was what I was. Yeah. People had a problem with that, but that's kind of on them. One more story. I, I love this story, and my dad still tells this story every time Rich comes around. Uh, Rich and I were playing football, and it was a very a very rare occurrence that it was a, a close game. We were playing an equally <laughs> bad team. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we had an awesome, one of my favorite coaches I've ever had was our high school football coach. Um, and rich and another play, we were on defense and rich and like a wide receiver were John back and forth, like in the huddle. Um, and I'm gathering the huddle as the middle linebacker. And I have everyone in front of me and rich is pointing his finger over my, over my shoulder, yelling <laughs> at the kid. I grab Rich by the face mask, pull him about an inch from my face and go, shut the fuck up. The ref <laughs> throws a flag on me for swearing. Should have been swearing. I got a 15 yard penalty for swearing at Rich. <laughs> Sorry for swearing on the podcast, but that's, that's the way the story went. Yeah. And that's, that's the way the news goes. That was the way the news went. Yeah. And spoiler alert, we lost that game. We did lose spoiler. that game. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> Lost that game. Um, what else we got for comedy? I might be missing a couple here, but let's move on oh, to. Oh, we, I mean, we oh, have all those. Like, oh, actually, I got one. I got one real quick. Yeah. Uh, Rushmore. Rushmore is a, a great movie. Um, Rushmore's good. Uh, She's All That. We missed that one. Yeah, I didn't love She's I didn't All love That. It, but I like Rachel Lee Cook. So we're going to. What do you think of Juno? Uh, Juno Juno's a good movie. I, I do think Juno's a good movie. I don't think Not to be confused with Juno and Kushima from Danganronpa. <laughs> no, no, let's please. Thank you for making that distinction. I didn't want to have to do it for you. Um, different thing. Different yeah. thing. Totally different thing. Um, I don't like Freddie Prince Jr. Like in anything. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So I'm with you on that one. Which is too bad because I, I, he's probably a, uh, just a gem of a guy. Probably a great guy. Yeah. He, yeah. He, even he though couldn't ruin. I know what you did last summer. Still Paul, Paul Walker was in that movie, um, but I, I hated the idea of like you just take the girl's glasses off and she's hot now. Like she was hot when she was a nerd. She was piping hot, maybe hotter. Oh, yeah. Like if we're being if we're being honest with each other, Seriously. not that that's what it's about. All right, Ryan. Uh, horror. Oh yeah, we don't want Linda calling again. By the way. I can't. No, God, no. I can't believe it's taken us this long in the podcast. But I'm going to start with horror high school movies, and I'm going right to scream. Yeah, you are. I knew this was only a matter of time before we had to scream talk about. Great. Yep. Woodsboro High School, you got your Sydney, your Tatum, your Billy, your Stu, Randy Meeks, which is one of the best characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest of, pick of the pod, Casey and Steve, who uh, 
did not make it very long in that movie. But not. you have you have the principal who has a very significant role. There's a major death at the school. They're talking about stuff at school. The school gets shut down for a day because obviously the murders that are going on. So it's very and Woodsboro High has become like a go-to thing. Like everybody mentions Woodsboro, the Woodsboro killings, and so. It, it, like to me, it's one of my favorite high school movies, just because it's one of my favorite movies. Of all time. I just wish we can get through one goddamn podcast without you mentioning the movie Scream. Like, not gonna if happen. We, if we can do that, that would be good. No, I, I remember seeing Scream and being like, "This is awesome." Um, it was and is. It is. Uh, I don't like it as much as you do, but I still like. I still nobody does. But I still appreciate the kind of the meta aspect of Scream. Where um, is it? Craven did Wes Craven did. You're goddamn right. It was yeah, so, so it was uh, Kevin Williamson who wrote uh, some Dawson's Creek. He did. I know what you did last summer. He did a few other ones. He wrote this, but Wes Craven directed it. And which is great because the whole time, like Wes Craven is kind of like examining the movies he makes and kind of like, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it, it's the kind of that nice. Well, they're finally self-aware. They're finally aware. Like horror movies existed within a horror movie for the first time. And it's amazing that it took to 1996 for that to happen. Right. But it was, you know, every other movie was just sort of on its own. And so this one did its own thing. And again, another movie where you look back and watch it, you're like, they don't look like they were in high school, no, but whatever. Drew Barrymore like is like that. 40. Um, <laughs> Skeet Ulrich, uh, I don't, maybe, I don't know, maybe he was he young, but like he, he's actually in Riverdale. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. You know, but you know what was great about this movie? And I'm thankful for this movie. Again, not my favorite, but like why I'm thankful for this movie um, I now watch horror movies differently because of screen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think you have to. Yeah. I think, I think every, I think like most people do. And it's funny about probably on average of twice a week, I'll ask my wife if she wants to do a scream marathon and we've been together for a long time. So if you had that, that's a lot of times. I've asked. Time. It, yeah. She has never said yes to that. All right. So we might, uh, if the, the Davies come over one, one, one day, we might, we'll do a screen marathon. Uh, I'm going to hold you to that. I don't know if I'm going to hold with the children, but they can go to my parents. Well, they, they can watch. It's fun. They got a guy's got a mask on. It's hey, fun. He's like, hey, he's <laughs> doing all crazy things, you know? Um, so, uh, but I would say the yes. quintessential, the best high school horror movie ever made is Carrie. Yep. I uh, was second on my list. Yeah. And, absolutely. Like, I, and to me, like this is the uh, damn, like almost perfect horror movie. It's a, it's incredible. It really is an incredible movie. We talked a lot about it on the, our Stephen King episodes. The first Stephen King adaptation to a movie was Carrie, 1976. Do you remember what the name of the high school was? I don't. Bates High. Bates High. Little uh, inspiration from uh, Norman Bates and Psycho. Yeah, that makes it, that you know, makes like sense. That? I do like that. I do like that. That was good. That no, was uh, yeah. That was I, uh, crazy ass mom. Just a, yeah, crazy mom. Like uh, really Ooh, weird. Like tortured main character um you had your you know your bad apples your bad seed you're giving her the heart sure. you're giving her the hard sure time you know? sure and uh what an and awesome telekinesis. what an awesome payoff at the end you know but also like how many high schools like everybody does stunts right everybody does ah, you, like, get into uh, it. you get into the hijinks <laughs> kids get into it their kid their kids being kicked or um Just which one will get to I was going to say one we'll get to obviously in, uh, in the sports part, but one of the lines in varsity blues when uh, they were like, these kids were sticking their wangers on the glass, at the Alano club. He goes, wangers on the glass at the Alano club. <laughs> and then coach Palmer's just like, you have a problem with my boys. No, no coach. No coach. Don't think so. <laughs> they're, wangers. They're, 
Bangers on the glass at the Alano Club. Oh, I'd like to backtrack. Okay. I'd like to backtrack for a second and go back to comedy. Okay. Um, yes. The first R-rated movie I ever saw was Porky's. My dad let me watch oh. Porky's. Yeah, that's okay. what, and that the very first Michael Hunt joke I've ever heard when they they said, <laughs> "Oh, I'm looking for my friend Michael Hunt, Mike," and she says it over the loudspeaker at the oh. at the drive-in thing. I was crying laughing. Thirty years later, still great, still great, still um, great. Porky's is a great comedy. Porky's. Yeah. I, I, I would. Other, we would miss that. That would be bad. So pork. No, I know. I, we've definitely missed some. The other ones that quickly, I would just rip through for horror. Would be Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, and then these two aren't as good, but the faculty actually, you know what? I like the faculty. Robin Rodriguez. Like the faculty's better yeah. now. It's better now. If you watch it now, it actually is. Yeah. yeah. Harrington high school for the faculty. Then this one was bad, but I'm going to throw it on there because, uh, Williamson wrote it, but that'd be teaching Mrs. Tingle with, uh, Katie Holmes, <laughs> Ellen Mirren. What about, uh, Jennifer's body with, uh, Megan uh Fox? I did like, you know, what? I did like Jennifer's body. Yeah. Well, it's funny. They asked, they asked Helen Mirren why she agreed to do teaching Mrs. Tingle. Yeah. And because she said, and I quote, they paid me a shitload of money to do it. I love Helen Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan, let's let's rip through uh, some sports ones real quick. Sure. What do you got for sports? Uh, the greatest high school sports movie ever made is Hoosiers. Yeah. Well, actually, you're probably right, but I would say this one doesn't count because it's a documentary. But Hoop Dreams, Hoop Dreams is, is, Hoop Dreams is awesome. Hoop Dreams is Hoop Dreams awesome. Is amazing. Yeah. And I was thinking back to Hoop Dreams. So William Gates and Arthur Agee. And it's actually – it's so much more powerful that neither guy made it. Yeah. You know, because you're watching, you're like, oh my God, these guys are great. Like they're getting invited to the, like the McDonald's game or like the, I'm not the McDonald's game, like the Nike camp. And like, they're getting invited to all this, like they're big recruits. And like, they want this where they want to go. And like, had they done this with like Chris Weber and Jalen Rose, you would have been thinking, oh, like everybody makes it. Yeah. But you're like, no, this is so messed up. And like, what, like there was some bad stuff that happened to their families. Like one brother got killed. One's yeah. father got killed. It's just like, holy smokes. But that, that that's a separate thing. But I just wanted to mention hoop trains. And it's crazy. Like being a coach now. Um, and talking to kids like those kids are still the same. Like they're still like, and I try to tell them like the best baseball player I have ever coached had like a cup of coffee in the major leagues, the best hockey player. I have the best high school hockey player. I knew growing up played like a season in the NHL. Right. You know what I mean? And now he's coaching and he's doing great. And, but like, I thought you played against Rick DiPietro. What about him? I played with him. Um, I, but then I saw Rick play. I was, I was at a Hartford Wolfpack game and he was playing for the Bridgeport sound tigers and he got, right. and he got pulled. You're like the number one pick in the draft. The, and now, the very first goaltender to go number one overall in the NHL draft. And I saw him, the, the uh, Hartford Wolfpack hung nine on him in like two periods. Like not, Oh my Christ. And he just, yeah, it's crazy. he wanted to be anywhere else, but right there. Yeah. yeah. But he like, like he's a guy like, had a pretty successful NHL career, sure. I would say. Sure. Um, a lot of pressure on him, but mm-hmm. didn't really didn't really work, you know. Um, but I'm with you on Hoosiers though. Hoosiers is great. Hickory High with uh, Jimmy Chitwood, he's great. Uh, Friday Night Lights, you got to throw on there the movie. Yes, um, and Varsity Blues, and Varsity Blues. Yeah, like you have okay. to like those are like the two. There's not a lot of like baseball. I think football is kind of football and basketball are kind of the two sports if you're talking about like high school sports stuff yeah and then obviously you know a separate thing all together but friday night lights the tv show is one of the great high school sports tv shows yeah. it's not even close um, you know the only thing i wish there was a little bit in the book in friday night lights they play a race plays a whole lot more of an issue in the whole thing um yeah. they kind of gloss over it in the movie 
like with the very last game right. with uh, Dallas or whatever. Um, but it was always like around, like in the book. So I, I, yeah. Read the book. The book's good. I check it, check it out. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. I know you don't read. Right, before we get to some of the superlative type things here, Ryan, uh, the other category, what are ones that we didn't name that didn't fall into a category that you just want to mention? Uh, Greece was one of the, one of them. Yeah. Uh, Back to the future. Yep. I had that on here too. Rebel without a cause. Hill Valley high. Hill by Valley the way, high. Back to the future. Back yeah. to the future. Slacker. <laughs> right. Um, Rebel without a cause. James Dean was probably like oh. one of the first, like a high school. Oh, angsty oh. Movie. Yeah. Uh, one yeah. of my personal favorite romantic comedies of all time. Say anything. Okay. I love yep, say anything. Sure. Lloyd Dobler. Yep. I always try I to be Lloyd Dobler. Yep. It, yeah. Uh, fame. Fame. Okay. Uh, kick ass. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Cr- yeah. Chronicle. I don't know. Chronicle. And I would say, I know we're going to cringe at this, but Ryan Johnson made a movie called brick starring Joseph Gordon Levitt, which is like a film noir like mystery that takes place in a high school and it's awesome. I'll have to check that out. I've not seen that. I own it. I I'm own not, that movie. Okay. Um, it's, right. it's, uh, it's definitely worth a watch. Um, the whole thing takes place like in and around a high school, but it's like one of those yeah. old school, like detective books. And they even, yes. they even talk like that. They even talk like a, like a penny novel, like, um, like a Mike hammer kind of thing, but it's a, it's it takes oh. place in a high school. How about that? Yep. Aaron? I would say uh, blah, 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 blah. the perks of being a wallflower was actually, you wouldn't think I would like it, but I did. I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, Dead Poets Society. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, yeah. Academy for boys. Oh, and one I forgot for sports. Um, two, I forgot for sports. Actually one school ties. Now that you mentioned Dead oh, Poets yeah. Society yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and one that my wife would kill me. Uh, if I don't mention uh, is bring it on. I need to, I need to mention, yeah, it. I need to mention right. it. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Fine. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> Including uh Watertown zone. Elijah Dushkin. Yeah, that's right. All right, Ryan, what is in your mind, the best high school movie ever made the best high school movie, um, the best high school movie. I'm going to ask you a similar follow-up question, but right now, what's the best high school movie ever breakfast club? Yeah. Yeesh. Because and I That's say that really because it today, twenty three or thirty three years later, it's still relevant. Mm-hmm. Like you, mm-hmm. that movie does not age. Like kids are still kids, and I think Breakfast Club is there's a, there's good. a line in where the janitor says to like the assistant principal, he's like, "Kids are still kids. Like kids are kids. Like they are going to be this. Like, kids are kids. Yeah. yeah, you know, like no. What I'm saying is that like that those tropes, like those characters. You will always right. find them in a high school. Yeah, that's good, man. That's a good call. And that's as far as just high school movies, I would definitely put that above 16 candles and Ferris Bueller. Yeah. I, part of me wants to go with days to confused, but yeesh, I, I might go, I might go American pie. I, I think it just resonates more. No, and, and that I would say that's our breakfast club. Like me and you. Yeah, like, right. That's our breakfast right. Club. Exactly. But I think, I think yeah. breakfast club is just a slightly better movie. It might be American Pie is way funnier. Yeah, but, it's definitely funnier. Yeah. Like, so what's the answer for your? What's your favorite one? My favorite, my two favorites are uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which I I modeled my early life. I wanted <laughs> to be my the first celebrity I wanted to be was Ferris Bueller. Um, okay, and uh, Better Off Dead is is oh, good one. Is my favorite. Right. Yeah. I'm going American Pie. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoehorn Scream in there. It does count. That's fine. It's the mold. 
Uh, I'm a I'm telling you, I love Mean Girls. I thought Mean Girls was uh, great. Mean, mean Girls so I'm, gonna, I'm throwing that in there. I'm, I'm putting that one on there. Put it on my list. Yep. Uh, we didn't mention Clueless much at Bronson Alcott High School, but that's also a very good movie. I can watch that at any time. Uh, yeah. All right. So what's the le- what's the worst least favorite slash worst? I got one on here. I got one on here. We didn't mention. We didn't mention. We didn't it. mention it. It might be a, the same. Might one. be a hot chili hot take for me. Oh really? Yeah. Right, go ahead, Donnie Darko. Oh no! Shit, that is a hot chili hot. That take. movie sucks. Oh, it sucks. Okay, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Don't and don't at me. What about the bunny rabbit? Don't. Oh, why are you wearing that silly man suit? Like that's stupid. Like the movie's stupid. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's like the mm. it's like the horror version of like the Boondock Saints. Like people like. Like they would have posters of like Donnie Darko on their walls, and you'd be like, oh, "Why do you leave Boondock Saints out?" And you're like, "Why do you like that movie?" And like, "Cause it kicks ass." I'm like, no, it doesn't. That movie, like, what happens at the end? I said this in the last podcast. Yeah. Tell me what happens at the end of Donnie Darko. Uh, was it a dream? Yeah, you don't was know. It a dream, <laughs> right? Like it's it, to me like it was one of those movies. Jake Gyllenhaal like, kisses Maggie Gyllenhaal. And I tell you, I tell you, every, dear listener and dear host, I tried. And dear friends, I tried. You tried with Donnie Darko, I and I fuck. I, I, I I'm, not, I'm not gonna fight you on that. I'm not gonna fight you on it that. Stinks. That's my John. Right. Remember the John Lovitz, the critic. Remember that. It, it stinks. Stinks. I love okay. it. That still makes me laugh. I love it, as uh, Mac and Goo would say. Uh, my worst slash least favorite high school movie of all time is from a, uh, from a little high school called South Glen South. What? Never been kissed. Oh no. Never been kissed. <laughs> that was great. They, they, they have a good joke in uh, not another teen movie where they have like the super old like, girl. The lady had to be in her nineties and she's like, she shows up at the high school and she's like a new student and they're like, they ask her something and she's like, Oh, I've never even been kissed. Uh, and then they have the gross kissing scene, like the cruel intentions one, yeah. which also, which leads me to that is cruel intentions. Does that qualify to you? Uh, they're never in school. Are they, they talk about school, but are they ever in the school? Last, the last scene in the movie is the first day of school. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. See, I, I would put it more in the, and it's funny because Sarah Michelle Geller's in both, but I would put that in the, I know what you did last summer category where they're high school students, but not enough of it. They don't even really go through school much. So I would say no, that's right. because I know a lot of people like that movie. I do too, but I wouldn't put that on um, there. Two that I would say that we, uh, I'm just looking through a list right now and two that are definitely worth mentioning that we didn't mention. Um, it, risky, bu- we, risky we, business. Oh yeah, risky business is good. Um, we mentioned a ton of them. We did, and the one that's kind of like underrated for me is Project X. Do you see Project X? No, that was pretty funny. It was like a found footage like house party movie. It was pretty funny. Oh, okay, the only thing yeah. bad ending, but good movie. All right, Ryan, if you could attend any of these high schools, which one would you want to attend? Oh, Shermer High School, and I would like to be like in between everybody. Yeah. Actually, I would knowing me, like I probably would have been friends with uh, like the two kids from like Weird Science, but like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you would have been with those, uh, those guys. Those guys are awesome. You know, I, <laughs> and the kid had that cool house. Like, Shermer, Illinois, yeah. by the way, sneaky, like, high-rent district town. Like, a lot of money in Shermer, yeah. Illinois. So, true. true. Um, either that or... Um, I'm trying to think. I think, put, put me down for Reagan High in Jawbreaker. Oh, put, or put me down Dazed and Confused. Like, I would go to a school with those dudes. Oh, yeah, Lee High School oh, so in fun. Texas. Yeah. yeah. Texas football would have been like West Canaan would have been fun in varsity blues. That would have been a good high school. You know, you got Allie Larder and Amy smart walking yes. around. 
Reagan High, though, where you have uh, Julie, who is where we'll hear from her coming up a little yep. bit. Courtney, Foxy, I can I can run with those ladies, or at least I would try from a distance. Um, that'd be a good one. What about the the school you would least want to attend? Least want to attend, probably Carrie, probably Bates High. <laughs> I don't want to. Probably, I was gonna say. I don't want probably. That. I was going to say Bates or Woodsboro. Woodsboro is just like, you know, you'd get caught up in it. And just too yeah. many high school kids died. In that yeah, one. no, thank Way you. Way too many. No, thank I'm you. Out on that. Yeah. All right. You already said a few of them, but who else would you have want, wanted to have been friends um, with? Like height me now or like high school me? That's a good question, I guess. I was thinking more. Yeah. Put yourself back there. Uh, Jake Ryan from 16 Candles. Like he and I would have gotten yeah. along. Um, yes. I would have loved to have been. I think I have some friends who are like uh, Evan and um, the kids from Superbad. Oh, Seth. Yeah, Seth and yeah. Evan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys for sure. Like, I would have been friends with them. And um, the guy who drives the pickup, uh, Cole Hauser, the guy with the, who drives the pickup truck. Yes. Like he and I would have. Yeah, yeah. What was and Randy, yeah, yeah. That's Randy Floyd. Him, yeah. Me and him and Randy Floyd, would we would have gotten along. You and Pink Floyd, you guys would have had a yeah. time. See, I would go on two different extremes. I'd want to be friends with Stifler just because Stifler is the guy that always has the oh parties. My God, so, yeah. you want, so you want to be with Stifler and you know, he's an asshole, but he's funny. He plays sports. So you, you'd be friends with somebody like Stifler, but I'd also want to be friends with somebody like Randy Meeks, who you can just talk about movies with all oh, the time. Yeah. But like, so, cause I'm sort of a combination of those two. If there were like one person, I would be then. So if I, I'd probably be friends with both. And we have that. We always have that saying with like a group of friends. It's like, yeah, he's an asshole, but he's our asshole. Yes. And so Stifler's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Like, you, you can't have a whole bunch of those guys, no. but if you have a couple, you it'd be fine. Yeah. And then Ryan, if you could steal a smooch again, high school version of you. So you're, you're 17. Yep. If you could steal a smooch with one of these, uh, characters from any of these movies, who would it be? Uh, probably Joey Lauren Adams in anything. <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Joey Lauren Adams. Friend of the podcast. We did. We had a, we had a three minute we had conversation, a with, her conversation with her. Um, I was, she was super nice. She was super nice and like wanted to talk to us because there was like nobody around. Um, uh, well, that's also true. Or uh, Diane Lane, played by Ioni Sky in Say Anything. I thought she was a doll. And I oh. have, here comes, because I said at the top of this that I was going to say another Bob Dylan story. Um, I once went out, we'll, we'll call it a date. Um, I had a lovely evening with a young lady in college who looked a lot like Ioni sky from say anything. Hmm. Um, and how about that? While we were, uh, relaxing, while we were relaxing, um, she said to me, she's like, Oh, like, do you want to hear my, I think I've said that told you, told you this story off air before the Bob Dylan story. Yes. Um, when she was like, do you want to hear my favorite song? And I was like, sure. And she put on, uh, lay lady lay by Bob Dylan. She's like, isn't this song amazing? And I was like, nah, not really. Like I, I deeply respect the talent of Bob Dylan, but I don't, uh, who I don't want to listen to Bob Dylan ever. Nah, like you can be, not. you can be Bob Dylan, like over there. Like, don't bother me. Yeah. I'm good over here. So in the middle of our, our, uh, post hangout relax, she's like, she looks me dead in the eye. She's like, don't you just love this song? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I go, no. And she looks no. me dead in the face. And I, again, forgive the strong language. She looks me in the eye. Her face completely changes. And she goes, get the fuck out. <laughs> you failed. That I was test. like, what? You and, she's, and she, failed. and she started yelling at me. Well, she was upset. She liked your like, I didn't do anything wrong. I just yeah. don't like, I don't like that yeah. song. I think it's stupid. 
I would have that same reaction if somebody was like, yeah, Scream's not that good. Well, I've said that, I've really, said that to your face. Really Guess what? It's not that good. Yeah, but I wasn't, I wasn't canoodling with you. It wasn't going to end that, you know. And oh, that we, had a nice, we had a nice time. Why did it end it like that? I never, no, I never spoke to fake Ioni Sky again. Jeez. All right. I that. Well, I'll wrap up here with the, uh, the steel of smooch on my end. Here's my podium. Okay. Uh, getting the bronze, the bronze medal would be Tatum from scream played by Rose McGowan. Nice. The silver would go to Amanda Beckett in can't hardly wait. Played by uh, I wish on that one. Yeah. You screwed up. Yeah. And number one with a bullet would be Julie from jawbreaker played by the one and only Rebecca Gayhart. I, I, um, love Rebecca Gayhart. You could put easily the entire cast of mean girls on the podium. That's also true. That those are all, uh, honorable mentions there. They're fantastic. In fact, Janice, if she wasn't wearing the makeup and outfit that they put her in is, I think the best. Oh, looking and, one that, and that's the crazy. We've talked about that before. Like that's the craziest yeah, thing. Yeah. The fact that Lizzie Kaplan is like the ugly girl, but yeah, you go, yeah, that, I mean, it's Katie, Regina, Gretchen, Karen, Janice, like the, those are all the yeah. character names, obviously, but it's hard to stack up five ladies like that with anybody that's else. Tough. That's a, that's yeah. tough. That's tough. All right, Ryan, anything else on all this nonsense before we get to the uh, pick of the pod? I enjoyed this. This was good. This was yeah, good. This was nice fun. to kick this around. Pick of the pod Let's time. Let's do it. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. All right, Ryan, kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal. I will defer because I, my pick of the pod is for you this week. Oh, God, great. I have a lot of things, uh, so I have a lot of picks of the I pod here coming feelings. up. I, I have so many feelings after this. My, my high school energy is bad. He doesn't even go I here. <laughs> I have uh I'll go with the comic book and so I've heard bad things about Civil War 2. It's been out for a while so the whole thing is in one collected mm-hmm. edition. So I read it. I actually didn't mind it at all. And this is a very minor spoiler, but it, it reminds me of like Minority Report. Yes. So they did kind of steal that idea, but if you kind of overlook it and just take it for what it's worth, I actually, I did not hate. In fact, I, I actually liked civil war. Too. No. And I like that, how they twisted it a little bit. Like they played with that yeah. idea right. of like being able to predict things. Yes. You know, so yes, not, yes, again, yes, not yes. to spoiler it, but, but I like the, I like that it's uh Tony Stark versus uh, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And everybody's involved. Everyone's involved. Everybody's involved. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Um, there is a show on Netflix, Richard. Uh, you're a fan of uh-huh. you're a fan of uh, the Illusions, right? Uh, you can say, you can that. say that. And you're a fan of like David Blaine. Yes, I am. Watch Magic for Humans on Netflix. It is- really, I saw that on there. I didn't watch it watch yet. It. I'm gonna like watch it. it. You'll love right. it. It'll blow. In, it. in, in, if in, I know in, you, it will blow your mind. So should I be sitting down and holding onto my nips? You're going to do, yeah, you're going to do that. But what's going to happen yeah. is you're going to fly up like out of your seat and like <laughs> run around the room. Yeah, I, I know you, you're going to do like a lap around the couch when like something happens. Oh my God. So really clear the way, make sure the dog is not below the recliner. That kind yeah, of you remember like when David Blaine yeah. would do a trick and the guy would go like, Oh, like run down the street. Yes. Like you're going to do that. <laughs> that guy was off the base. So yes, I do know what you're talking about. That's Shout fantastic. out to Ace. Call back to our comic con. The first comic con. Yes. No doubt, Ace. No doubt. All right, I will watch the hell out of that. Ryan, real quick, we got to get out of here, but real quick, we both saw Hereditary yeah. this past yep. week. You liked it a lot more than I, I did. did. Let me ask sure. you this. Did you think it was scary? Uh, parts were. Yeah. And, okay. and, and I, and I yeah. said to you on text, like, what scares me now 
um, is like horror that's rooted in like reality. You know what I mean? That like the fact that like yes. mental illness yeah. and horror kind of go like hand in hand, like that shit freaks me out. Cause like skits, yeah. like they start talking, I, this isn't a spoiler, but they, in the beginning, like, uh, what's her name's Tony Collette's mother dies. And she talks about her. She had like dissociative, uh, whatever, uh, disorder. Mm-hmm. And she had schizophrenia and she had dementia. So like those things scare me to death. Cause mm-hmm. they're real, you know? Absolutely. No, that's true. I did think Tony Collette should at the very least be nominated for an Oscar. She was she, unbelievable. And, and that's, that. and that's, I love Tony why Collette. I didn't give it a perfect score across the board. I didn't give it six out of six stones. I didn't give it 40 hot dogs and I didn't get it as an own. It was because the first half of the movie is so good. And then the second mm-hmm. half of the movie, you're kind of like, Ugh. you know, like it just, yeah, it, it it's still good. You still need to watch. It's still good. But like this, I wanted more from it. I wanted, I, yeah. I did. I wanted a little bit more because I, I remember seeing the preview for the first time, like in the theater and being like, Holy crap. Like this is going to be crackers. And it's so, and it was, so much build up to that. Yeah, there yeah. is, there is. But yeah, so let us know what you think. If you saw hereditary, hit us up on Twitter at dork podcast. You can email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on YouTube, youtube.com slash dork podcast. We're on the iTunes. You can rate review and subscribe. We have over 200 ratings now, which is great. So continue to uh, pour those in or tell your friend to pour those in. And I guess you've already, you've, if you've already done it, you can't do it again. Or, although maybe you can, maybe I don't just know. Get, get another order. email and do it again. The other thing, Ryan, is September 15th. I know, unfortunately, you can't make it, but it's coming up a week from Saturday. Idle Hands, our good friends at Idle Hands, are doing their Oktoberfest. I'm going to be there, I believe. I don't know all the details yet, but there might be some sort of Stein hoisting competition yeah. at like 3 o'clock. I think it's going to be an all-day, all-night event. I'm probably going to be there in the afternoon if anybody wants to swing by, say what's up over at Idle Hands on the 15th. I would have loved to have been there. I'm gonna, sadly, I'm going to be – I don't I say sadly. I'm going to be in Las Vegas that weekend so. you're gonna enjoy you're gonna have a heck, heck, heck of a time. time anything else ryan uh, well you got your twitch twitch.tv slash rvond rvond on any and all social media um come check it out um i don't know what how tonight's gonna go but i'm not time stamping it at all but i will leave you richard with a single thought okay <laughs> guys it's a callback to hereditary is what it is it's, it's a callback it's a noise and it's a callback and just like that He is gone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 